What is the password? <laughs> Thirst. Welcome to the people under the scares. Welcome back to People Under the Scares podcast, where we discuss everything scary, spooky, and disturbing in horror. This is Mike. And this is Bobby. And today, we will be recording, even though it's not Black History Month, it's Black History Year, Infinity, (laughs) all of that. So, today's topic will be Black History, shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Black characters in horror that should've survived. Coulda's or wouldas. So, I fucked that up. (laughs) <laughs> but they should they should have lived in the movie. Okay. Before we do that, though, we're going to give you a horror recommendation each that y'all need to go out and watch in support. Uh, Bobby, what did you... I like your uh, Shining t-shirt. Oh, thank you. Um, it's funny because one of the characters in this movie I was going to put on my list today, but I decided not to. I was wondering about that, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, he should have survived, but yeah. Um, but a movie wreck. So I recently watched uh, We Have a Ghost on Netflix, which I mm. really, really enjoy. Um, this one starring Anthony Mackie and um, the guy from Stranger Things. I forgot his name. David Harbour. That's his name. David Harbour. And this is actually like a fun movie. Like I was a little scared at first because I'm like, all right, it's going to probably give Casper. But um, just to see a predominantly. Uh, what's wrong with Casper? I love Casper, but it's just like I'm at an age now. It's like child, I know. It kind of looked like Frighteners a little bit. It's very much given Frighteners. Okay, I enjoyed it. Um, Cast is predominantly black. Um, even though I have an issue with one of the main characters, um, because I could have swore the whole time that they were queer, and then when they decide to do something else later on i'm like wait so you are you not is this um, similar to what's his name from smile because i could have sworn his her husband was gay or fiance. oh um what's his name oh I, I you know like i my radar went off with him too i like him a lot i like him a lot he's on the boys but um you know no this one is very like <laughs> i'm not going let me just be nice Watch the movie, y'all. It's great. It's fun. Um, I love the cast. There, it's funny. It's you go through a lot of emotions um with this movie because it has these moments where it gets sad. It's funny. You get angry. Um, and it's definitely something that kids are you know you know they can watch. Uh, but it's also fun for adults to watch too because they have that humor in there that we can kind of connect with and you know we can get the humor. Um and yeah and I believe it's directed by Christopher Landon who did Freaky and also Happy Death Day and he's known for doing you know pulling at those heartstrings while watching these movies and so he did a great job with this one 
I enjoyed it. So yeah, please check out We Have a Ghost is on Netflix and let me know what you guys think. Okay, I'm gonna check it out. I wasn't going to before, but because of that, I will give it a shot. Yes. David um, Harbour is charming. He I, I will say that he's a I love him in Stranger Things and I actually like like him a lot in Violent Night as Santa Claus, but in this movie here he's he plays a ghost and he's very charming and I love him in this film. Okay. All right. Make sure y'all go check out We Have a Ghost on Netflix. Um I'm trying to decide between two movies. Okay, never mind. I was gonna do Cocaine Bear, but I feel like everybody's gonna try to watch that any fucking way. <laughs> so I came across a movie called Swallowed the other day. Did you see that? Yeah. You know I did. I put it on my social media. I talked about it. It's on my letterbox. Like, come <laughs> on. But let me know what now, you think. Now, I enjoyed it. Granted, I wish a little more happened towards the end, but I didn't enjoy it. It's also starring Scream Queen himself, Mark Patton, <laughs> and Jenna Malone. I don't know the two main characters' names, but one of them is a cutie. Maybe both of one them One of cute. them is Jose Colon, the one there we go. that got... I mean, his real name is Jose Colon. In the, in the movie, I forgot what it is, but listen... Yes. Yes. Yeah. Now, do we think it was a prosthetic? Because no. Um, <laughs> all right. So I had this small conversation with um, Brother Ghoulish <gasps> um, because I made him watch it because I'm going to try to cover this for my YouTube channel, and he had this awesome poster um, of Swallow because he was at a festival last year and they played it, and um, we had a brief conversation about the movie and he asked the same exact thing. He was like, do you think it's a prosthetic? And I'm like, you know what? At first I thought it was, but after watching a few interviews with the actor, um, he likes to get naked and he's very comfortable getting naked. And this is, it seems to be his thing. So I like to believe it's real. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. So you looked up the interviews. You were that intrigued by him. Well, not just him, the whole movie in general, because I seen a trailer um, like two months ago. And as soon as I seen a trailer, I was already hooked because I said, you know what? I like body, weird body horror. And I also um, like gay content. So I said, I'm going to check it out. And I watched it. I, I rented it on uh, Amazon Prime and I watched it and I I loved it. And it was made by the director who did. Um, on the Hulu movie. Two Girls, One Cop? No. <laughs> no, he did. I need to um, find that music. <laughs> please, no. Please, that's <laughs> triggered. Do not do that. It's a Hulu movie. It's an Into a Dark film with, um, like, gay, uh, you know, people, and they party, and he's a killer and stuff like that. Midnight Kiss, that's what it's called. He directed that. So I see, you know what? I'm familiar with his work. Let me check it out. And I, you know, that's why I looked up the interviews, because I was interested to see what the concept was because like you i wanted more but at the same time um i was wondering where he what, like where he got this concept and like why and how it mm-hmm. all came about and then i st- i came across the actors something mm-hmm. beautiful mm-hmm. i was quite well i guess i should say what the movie's about <laughs> yeah go ahead <laughs> so uh there's a guy who uh, a gay man who is leaving town for the night and it's him and his best friends last night together and the other friend who you can kind of feel like has some feelings for him 
um, wants him to have some, you know, a little nest egg when he goes to have some cash because, you know, somebody putting you up in a hotel for free, you don't be just expecting nothing to be going on. So mm-hmm. let's just say there's drugs involved, bugs, and and I can't think of a word for dick that rhymes with that, and dicks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was interesting. I enjoyed it. Uh, anatomy aside, I enjoyed it. Mark Patton, I will say this. I loved him. Mm-hmm. I even tweeted this. He had a quote on there <laughs> when he was chasing one of the characters. Um, this is not a spoiler alert. He was just going after somebody because of whatever reasons. I'm not giving it away. But he had a quote on there that said, You had he said, You done mess with the wrong. No, he said you done <laughs> He said, I can't even get it now. Oh no, you done dick you done dick teased the wrong queen, bitch. <laughs> and the way he said it. I felt out. Like, I was cracking up. I had to rewind it. I said, what? And I think the director, because I put it on my Twitter page, and he commented on there, he said, that was all Mark. He was like, Mark Patton um, added that on there. Like, he didn't write that in. <laughs> he like, I wished I did, but I didn't. I said, you know what? That's why we love Mark Patton. He's great. You done dick teased the wrong queen, bitch. <laughs> like <laughs> yes, he did a good job. I do want to see him with more stuff. Yeah. So I, we, I yeah. think you have like health issues currently. So hopefully he gets better soon. But uh, once he covers, we would love to see him in more horror because he did great. Come back to us. <laughs> and um, yeah, so check out Swallowed. It's on Prime. I think it's like three ninety nine um, to rent it. And um, yeah. Now, for the piece de resistance, black horror characters who shoulda, coulda, and woulda survived, if we mm-hmm. be real about it. True now, true <clears throat> I guess we're gonna do we're gonna do a top five each. We don't want to keep y'all on too long. I'm sure. I'm happy that you chose to do this. Uh, I honestly forgot about it. Because this was a episode you were supposed to do. So I'm so happy that we're now doing this. Because there are so many black actors um, and characters that should have survived these films. And we don't talk about it enough. Even though, before jumping on, we were discussing that it was hard for us to even think about some. Because right. at the time, because like when you're watching these movies, you think of other characters. But like now that we're put on blast and trying to get this done, we're just like, wait, who? Who? Like, what? Um, so yeah, I'll go first. Um, are we going through uh, one to five or five to one? I, uh, five to one. I didn't put mine in any order. So, okay. um, I, All right, that, I guess that's fine. Yeah. No order. Okay. Um, well, one of mine's I have is, oh, I'm gonna say fair for the middle. Um, I have, <laughs> <laughs> um, Casey Lemons that plays Bernadette in Candyman. This motherfucker took one already that I had. Really? Yes. <laughs> All right. So Bernadette. Well, you say you have backups. I don't. I do. Um, uh, you don't. I do. Oh, you do. Cool, cool, cool. Um, <laughs> well, at least we're covering more ground. We're covering more ground here. So yeah, Casey Lemons who plays um Bernadette. Even though she's being, you know, a, a partner to Helen and stuff like that, but I feel like she's just been caught. She was at the wrong place at the wrong time. I feel like Candyman shouldn't have done what he did to her, 
because she didn't do anything to him. Um, she was an innocent bystander, and I just felt like it was unfair for her to get got like that. And when they found her dead, the <laughs> the horrible makeup job that was put on that poor woman was just child. She looked real, real ashy, and she probably was killed only five minutes ago. So, yeah, but yes, Casey Lemons who played Bernadette, I she was smart, and she just happened to walk into a a, a place where she got chopped, and that was it. But I do agree. I also had Casey or whatever her name, Cassie Lemons on the list. I just feel like why does he he's toying with Helen, but when it comes to um Bernadette, he just straight up guts her with his damn hook. It's not nothing. She didn't do nothing. She didn't break any of the rules. All she was doing is following this nosy bitch who got people killed. Because she's just I I do not like Helena. I'm sorry. I do not like her at all. I, I prefer the woman from the second movie. Thank you. And um, <laughs> Bernadette, rest in peace. You seem to have some sort of sense, but you kept following her, and I really I wasn't feeling that either. All so. she was doing was trying to be a good friend, you know? Like, because, again, she was at the wrong place at the wrong time. Like, she was literally there just to check on her friend to make sure she's good. And she walks up in there and then she just so happened to see, you know, Candyman and he gets her out of here. But I think, well, I don't think, I know. Obviously, Candyman was doing that to destroy Helen's life. Kind of, put, you know, make her have nobody else to go to but to him. You know, that was the point. Uh, just get everybody out of here that loves her. So, I mean, I get it, but like, y'all could have left Bernadette alone. They so that's sure why could. I like the remake. Well, not the remake, but I like the spiritual uh, sequel because uh, we barely get it in the film as far as people of color. I mean, maybe mm. one person got it, but... Um, okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. So I am going to go with, and again, this is in no particular order, I'm going to go with Ashanti Shakoya Davis. No. I knew you was going to put her on here. No. From Resident <laughs> Evil Extinction. She had to go. I think, what, why, first of all, why did Ashanti have to go? All right, guys, um, I'm not going to really explain it, but um, I mentioned this on our last episode, I believe, but I did a video two years ago on top eight kick-ass black woman on my YouTube channel, and she wasn't in my top eight, but I did give her an honorable mention, but I named the reasons why she had to go, um, but continue. Uh, okay, <laughs> clearly, um, so Ashanti was, I don't remember her name, actually. It doesn't even matter. Judy! I think it was Judy. <laughs> no, was Betty. It was Betty. Betty, the potential yeah. love interest of um, Mike Epps in Resident Evil. I think she should have survived. She was trying to help them damn children. See, again, the children getting people killed in these movies. No, she was a sacrificial, uh, sacrificial Negro in this part here. She literally sacrificed herself. Yeah, she shut the bus door behind, or yeah, behind the kids, and got pecked to death. <laughs> when no. she should have survived. The way I said this in my video too, but I literally was cracking up. The way she slid down that window after she got pecked to death was so dramatic. <laughs> like it was literally like the hand on the window and just her sliding down with her cheek rubbing down against it. Like it was just so. Hilarious. First of all, that's called acting. 
And um, <laughs> yes, that's called acting. She emoted. She showed what it would look like if she got pecked. And she died up against a door that has to, happens to have a window. She looked gorgeous <laughs> while dying. But I would have loved, have liked her at least make it to the next movie. At least. It's Ashanti. And I will say, she is the only R&B princess to be on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'm just going to leave that. I'm not going to say anything else. I, I do remember she was on there. I haven't seen an episode, but I've seen clips. And people was making a big deal when she was on there. So I As they she... should. Ashanti and Resident Evil, let me just say, I remember this day like it was yesterday. I was working at Toys R Us, and I was going on a date, and I went with somebody that looks like Will Smith on a date. Um, and his name was Will, which was fucking hilarious. So he like, I get that a lot. Um, but anyway, we, we went to get something to eat and then we went to go see Resident Evil with Ashanti in it. Um, and I will just say the whole theater was cracking up when she got pecked to death <laughs> in that bus. And I can never get out my mind. Like, it's hilarious. Um, and then the guy I was dating at the time, he turns to me. He was just like, damn, like, this is the way she goes out. And I'm just like, I, mm-hmm. yeah. I guess. He shouldn't. It would only have been better if she was like, oh, baby. As she died and slid <laughs> down, <laughs> down the window. I also said next time she stars in a horror movie, try not to be so foolish. Yes, don't fuck them kids. <laughs> no, like, did you get the joke? Oh. oh. That went right over your head. Come on. <laughs> I mean, that's not my favorite song of hers. It didn't register in my head. That was like her first single, I believe. Yeah. I watched her in a Christmas movie this past year. Um, it was Eva in it. Uh, Eva Marcel. Uh, who else was in it? <laughs> Damn, I don't know. But Eva, it was like Ashanti, and it was like so. Ashanti played like this um singer, like an American Idol singer, and she's kind of like a Scrooge. She hates the holiday. Um, everybody like, the, and she's judging this new competition who's gonna be the next star, and she's being a hater. So these three, like, oh yeah, and Vivica Fox, Vivica Fox, and somebody else in there too. Um, and Vivica Fox and Eva and this other actress, I forgot her name, forgive me. They play like these magical fairies, and they're supposed to show her. It's like the Ghost of Christmas Present, Past and Future, and they're trying to show her those things. So it is like a retelling of Scrooge. Um, and she finally sees like you know how Scrooge ends like they find he finally gets like a wake-up call and he wanted to be all nice and stuff but it was so funny because watching her be like a bitch on there it was just hilarious um and she's in another Christmas movie too where she's kind of like in the same situation but like she plays like a boss and this came out years ago but anyway she likes to be in these little holiday Hallmark BT plus like movies so so what she I'm can, hearing is that she has range for acting. And she that. has a specific range. And I... That's all I can say. But I like Ashanti. Good. I'm glad you agree she should be on this list. Um, okay, okay, what's your next pick? <laughs> so since we were talking about R&B oh, uh, starlets and stuff like that, um, we have to talk about Queen Kia from Freddy vs. Jason, who is played by Kelly Rowland. Yes. Yes, we do. Calendria. <laughs> Calendria Rowland. 
um, now you guys might want to throw tomatoes at me because of the stuff that she said in that movie. And you know what? It was wrong. But at the same time, I thought it was funny. You know, like I'm not going like I'm a gay black man. I've been called many names in my life. So her saying it, yeah, it is something that she shouldn't have said. And then I heard that it was improv. I'm not too sure if that's completely true. That's a rumor. Um, if y'all got receipts, please forward me for forward it to me on Instagram or whatever. But I would like to know if she did. But if, even if she did, for the time it was, I thought it was funny. It was wrong, yes. But we we watched a lot of things back in the day that was inappropriate or stuff that wasn't that doesn't that shouldn't have been said, but we still laughed at mm. it. Like look at all the scary movies, like the Wayne Brothers, uh, Scary Movie One and Two. Like, there's a lot of inappropriate stuff that didn't age well, but Absolutely. I still laugh at right. those fucking movies, you know. Um, and for me, I just think that Kelly wasn't like giving him an ins- like she wasn't. It wasn't an insult what she was saying to him. She just saying like, "My gays don't dress like that." So what the hell are you doing? That's how I, I took it. Just. <laughs> In my mind, her character, because this is what, early 2000s? Oh, three. And I'm saying kids in high school talk like that, especially back then. Yeah. So to me, it's not surprising that a character would say that. Yeah. Um, I, granted, I'm a little different. I didn't take it too deep when I saw the damn, I like, I get people being upset, but we can mention a whole bunch of shit that people be saying in horror movies that nobody exactly. fucking mentions. Exactly. Um, I'm happy we, we see each other on this because like a lot of people will give me the, like the side, side eye. And I'm just like, well, like you have to think of it, the time it came out. And then also it's just like, I grew up in an environment where like, I heard this stuff and like, I've been called those names and stuff before. So I, all people, I should be up, you know, the, with the upset crew but mm. i didn't take it that way um but i do understand why people took it that way and i do get it and like you said there's a lot of things um in horror movies and a lot of you know inappropriate and stuff that didn't age well in horror movies that we're not talking about but people like to bring up kelly Rowland's uh character and freddie versus jason a lot but there's a lot of other horror movies not even just horror movies but movies in general uh that people don't really talk about and they love and they, you know, worship and cherish and stuff. But Kelly, I'll go ahead, Mike. I'm thinking if you didn't want it in the movie, then don't put it in the movie. Um, Aside from that, uh, what the hell was this other girl's name? Miss Dawson's Creek. And um, Freddy vs. Jason, the one that she sacrificed herself. Yeah. Oh, um, fucking, her name was Lori on near two, but Mm. I could, Another sacrificial Negro. She's really exactly. sacrifi- sacrificed herself to save fucking Jason Ritter and uh, <laughs> does not act in hoe. But like... <sighs> now nah, I don't know about all that. She was good in Dawson's Creek. But she was horrible in this movie and she was horrible in Night of the Demons remake. Like, I liked her <laughs> in the beginning, but then towards the end, it was just like, alright, girl. So, Dawson's Creek, that's a perfect fit for you, but do not, you're not allowed... And she's also like married to Edward uh, Furlong, which is kind of like they're married. They're either married or they've just been together for like a very long time. Hmm. 
But anyway, <laughs> Great and Dawson's Creek, but the other movies, no. But yeah, Kelly Rowland should have survived because she, you know, she was serving. She was getting giving me my life throughout the whole movie. And she should have just let Freddie eat those girls up. Like, she should have just kept it moving. <laughs> she would have survived. But then she, you know. And then, yeah, wait, wait, wait. They don't go back and say, oh, well, Freddy Krueger was kind of being racist when he said, oh, how sweet, dark meat. Nobody's talking point. about that. Good point. Nobody's that talking about very that. Good point. And that was right before. Right before it. So you know what? Kelly Rowland had to had the right to read him. And I, you know what? She should be <laughs> she should be giving him a compliment, honestly. That was a compliment. My gays don't do that. Get it together, ho. But you know what? Anybody just wearing gray aside. sweatpants and um <laughs> then you know she would have been like, All right, you doing it, I see you. Um, right. Let's move on because I don't want us to get canceled or get to me. <laughs> but Calandria, I think so. They would have gagged the audience if they killed off Laurie in this movie, and Kia was the final uh, girl. Final girl, because Kia, I feel like Kia had a small little moment of um, redemption because she kind of felt sorry for the other kid that she was teasing throughout the whole movie, and he got mm-hmm. killed trying to sacrifice himself, helping. Right. Um, I felt like that would have gagged that would have gagged everybody. And I just think she had more oomph to her character than Lori did. She did. I don't buy also I'm tight that she sacrificed herself and your ass wants to sit here and watch them fight instead of trying to get the fuck away. That got me tight. So you are ungrateful on top of every damn thing else. So the part that had me cracking up was when Jason Ritter was trying to get her to stay. Uh, Lori, and she was like, no, I'm staying. And how she said it was like hilarious because it's like, bitch, just keep going. And I remember that specifically because I came out in 03. I went with my friends. We just was, um, we just graduated from like eighth grade. We was like, yo, we're going to see Freddy versus Jason. So we went together, me and my two buddies. And literally, I remember this like it was yesterday too with this. Everybody started laughing at that particular scene because you don't see the shit going on. You don't see these two horror titans going at it ripping each other a fuck apart and he's like all right let's go here's our chance she's like no i'm staying everybody was just like bitch what i want to watch him <laughs> die or some right. shit <laughs> i even if he kills freddie he's still coming after you so why are we waiting right this was very <gasps> oh i gotta add someone to my list oh no i don't know how I'm, I, okay she's honorable mention okay okay but yeah, Kia, you should Kelly, Calendria, girl, you, it's been 20 years. We know you should have been the final girl. We got your back. Um, and she was actually starred on my list. But I'll substitute someone else in. So she was on your list as well? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I love. Or who you got? I don't remember her name. But the movie, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> Now, what the fuck was her name? So you have Buffy, obviously. And then you have Hilary Swank playing the more, I guess, jealous, bitchy friend. She wants to be the most popular one in the group and call the shots. Um, And then you have, I remember her name was Jenny or Jennifer, the ditzy one. And then you have the black friend. I want to say Nicole. I think her name's Nicole. It's Nicole. And It's Nicole. The vampires are descending upon the gym during the dance. And Nicole decides to save Miss Hillary Swank from being snatched up out this window. And do you know 
that this vampire then snatches Nicole up and Hilary Swank stands there screaming as her friend gets devoured instead of helping her. The one who this is basically Kia and fucking uh Lori right all over again. This is literally all sacrificial Negroes that we're just like talking about. They literally sacrificing themselves for their white friends and nothing comes back in return to help them. Or at least an effort to help to help them. Like now you now this is exactly why Roger should have survived and been number one in our list last episode for top 16 black survivors because he is not going to put himself in danger to save nobody i wouldn't say number one but okay (laughs) (laughs) but yes miss nicole you should have let hillary swing get snatched the fuck up because it just they didn't give a fuck okay they didn't give a fuck. You can hear you getting gnaw- uh, chomped up outside the damn window as she just watches. <laughs> and I almost want to say Buffy walked by too and was like, oh, okay. I could be just be making that up in my head. You know what? I, I, never, I didn't really care for Nicole because I always felt like she was a, somewhat of a follower. Um, like if she was more like a Hillary Swank character then I probably would have a little bit more sympathy for her only because I feel like even though Buffy's like the leader of this group, but I feel like Hillary Swink's character is like the second. Mm-hmm. Then goes Nicole, and then goes the ditzy one. I feel like if Nicole was at least Hillary Swink's character, then I'll be like, you know what? I I get it. I understand. Whatever. But I feel like she's just a follower, and I just didn't know. They're and all then I, followers. They are, but then I also have something where you have um melanated woman women sorry not women women um acting and talking a certain way amongst their white uh friends and it's, it just comes off like really just like forced and weird to me well that's where she from she whatever the hell town that was i don't know where that was but i mean yeah but like <laughs> immediately when you said that i'm thinking about lines and <laughs> When they're at the table and they're trying to figure out like what the theme of the dance is going to be, mm-hmm. and they're going through all these different like social and econ- economic, environmental issues, mm-hmm. and she's like forest fires. <laughs> and then when Buffy is like over the group and she comes in there and they're like, "Where the fuck have you been, bitch? You've been missing <laughs> practice. You ain't hanging out with us. You've been losing it in the social um, status, girl. What's going on?" Right. And then. <laughs> They start questioning her, and um, she's like, "I have that." And uh, Hillary Swank is like, "You're having an affair," and so they're thinking there's an affair. And Buffy's like, "No, he's like 50." She's like, 50? "50," and like, "Ew, you're having an affair, an with, affair him? with him." I actually kind of like the way she talks because it's so <laughs> it's such it's, a like Valley Girl voice. It is. It's very Valley Girl, and I find like it's funny too. But it just—I don't know. Like I wanted her to have a just a little bit more. Um, <laughs> but you know, honestly, I think they all should have gotten it. The only one that should have survived was Buffy, because I mean, obviously she's the Slayer. But Hillary Swink should have gotten it. Nicole got it, obviously. Um, Jenny was the follower, right? That's the one that was fucking in the car. Jenny was the one who stole her boyfriend and yeah. fucked him outside the dance in the car. I know that's right, Jenny. You know, maybe she's not that ditzy after all. Um, mm. <laughs> I got your man and you can't do anything. And she was still alive. It. Vampires all running the muck outside and your ass is still alive. That's what I'm like, how they didn't yank movie. her up, but they probably were, they probably would, you know, they were enjoying the show. 
So either that or the stench of sex is also a way to deter vampires from coming near you. Onions. So it's and- garlic, holy water. Oh yeah, I said onions. <laughs> you would have us garlic. kill because some damn onions to a fucking right. vampire. I mean, look, you all, they were like, no, you're supposed to bring garlic. <laughs> well, I'll say Nicole. Um, now, granted, I have other people on my list that would be better off, but she's just the one that popped into my head. Okay. Good for Nicole. You know, show Nicole some love because even though I didn't really care for her that much, um, I'm happy that some people do care for her. So good for Nicole. You go, Nicole. <laughs> she's basically Hillary Banks. That's what I think of when I see and listen to her. Yes, exactly. That's literally uh, Hillary Banks. Literally. But from the OG Fresh Prince, not the new one. My next one. Uh, so I have Dwayne Jones, who plays Ben from Night of the Living of Dead. You mm-hmm. know, you have to have him on his list because, uh, first of all, iconic movie. But Ben was just uh, like the one of the best parts, if not the best part of Night of the Living Dead, to see a black man in the 60s um take control being a leader uh and having everybody else listen to him and actually you know like i said being a leader and have things you know under control well try to have things under control um it was just inspiring to see and it just sucked to see him go out like that at the end of the movie um, it did you and know i'm not convinced they didn't know he was alive okay yeah no, I think racism has a huge part in this. And I think, like, they knew for a fact. And I just, I guess they just decided to do it because he was black. So it, I think that's what, that was the main reason. They just didn't care. So, um. I mean, it, the movie hits. Because imagine he survived. It, the movie hits differently versus him being shot by them. And then, but then you see all the other scenes them burning the bodies and all that shit and he's on like it adds an extra fucking element to it if you are coming from a certain standpoint like us and we you know um Mm -hmm. are used to seeing hearing learning certain things that have happened in history here yep so but yeah ben definitely should be on any list to survive i was hoping he was going to survive the remake but you know that didn't happen either yep um mm. But in the in the remake, they actually turned him into a zombie. Yes, and um, yeah, he was turned into a zombie, and they killed him that way. So it was a little different compared to. I wonder if they had criticism for Ben dying the other way from the original, so they switched it and had um, Barbara shoot oh boy who ended up surviving in this the the yeah. asshole in the movie, right? And that was supposed to have like the same effect. She saw him alive. She's like, pop, bitch. And mm-hmm. then she's like, oh, no, mm-mm, he was a zombie. I have you brought up that one. I actually like Night of the Living Dead, the 90s version, a lot, too. I mean, obviously, the 68 version is top tier, but that 90s one is actually really, really good as well. Um, Tony Todd plays um, Ben in, a, yeah, in the, new, um, the 90s version. And I enjoyed it. And they made, uh, what's her name, Barbara, a badass comparing the first one she's just silent most of the time she's in shock she's crying she's getting slapped around and the she's 90s Judy. version she's <laughs> the demons 100 i actually prefer watching the remake only because barbara is 
a more capable character than the other Jude. Oh my God, the other Barbara was. <laughs> um, right. So I prefer watching the remake for that reason. I feel like it's they're letting her evolve as a character versus the other one. Like her evolution was, ooh, let me throw myself into this horde of zombies to help. And girl, go ahead and get beat up because you you ain't no help at but- all. But I also wonder, like, you're right. Like, I wonder if they had any, um, like, feedback on what the OG Night of the Living did as far as Ben dying, and even with Barbara. So I wonder, like, who came up with, oh, well, let's change this around. Like, maybe they really wanted to kill uh, Tony Todd's Ben the same exact way. But mm-hmm. maybe it was Tony Todd that said, you know what, for it to make sense, maybe turn me into a zombie and then kill me. So it won't have that. I wonder if that was his choice or it was written that way. Um, even with Barbara, mm-hmm. like I wonder if they wrote her that way and, or or if they had different people coming in and say, you know what, let's change this around. Maybe let's do this to make it a little bit different. So I'm going to try to get this movie because um, I don't own the 90s version on physical media at all. And if they, if I do get it and they have like commentary or behind the scenes stuff, I, I'm curious to yes. know if that was the, if that was the idea because great short great changes that they made into the 90s version there were and i mean the ben character is just iconic i mean we think about it it is the 60s and let's just think about that for a second right you had a black man being in charge even though there was one person in the group who was not trying to have it but you know he bowed down eventually and um I mean, he was doing a lot of shit that was, uh, he slapped a white woman in the, in the 60s. And I mean, that was, I watched that. I was like, oh, what? Yep. This might turn into something different. I don't know what's about to happen. Um, and a lot of people have like complaints about that, or like, oh, like abuse and stuff. But like, again, the time period was, and then also like she was acting up and he had to knock some sense into her somewhere. No, uh-uh. granted, there is other ways. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> No, there's no. I get it. There I is get it. Uh, some. You know how some people be like snap, like snap out of it. It was kind of right. like that type. Don't take it the wrong it way, guys. It was kind of like a snap out of it situation. It's like, get it together. We have it's zombies like, after us. I need you to be on your A game right now because we need to survive this thing. So I need you to stop crying and wake up. Yes, if you and I are in like uh, Halloween, for example. And I am hyperventilating. We trying to hide and shit, so we not getting caught. And I'm breathing heavy. I'm whimpering and crying. You're gonna have to slap the fuck out of me to calm me because yeah. I'm in shock. I'm mm-hmm. not thinking. So I get it. I yeah. get it. But I also get people like, oh, that's you know. But yeah, I mean, granted, he shouldn't have put his hands on her. Like I, yes, like he shouldn't have did that. But I see why he did it. Just to, you know, <laughs> wake her up. But Babby. I'm- Babby. <laughs> I was gonna say, Babby. Oh my! You did it again. <laughs> What's going on here, Bobby? Bobby would slap the fuck out of me, and it'd be understandable if if it were a male character. I mean, obviously, it's because she is a woman that people yeah. are like, "This is bad or bad." But in the situation, uh, zombies about to attack us, and I need you to get it together. Or are you just going to keep acting a fucking fool and we're going to get caught up and killed? So, I mean... It, I mean, honestly, that's what Judy should have done to Roger when he was in that fucking oh thing. God. She should have slapped the shit out of him like, Roger, get your ass together. I she wouldn't, wouldn't have, have been had mad. the opportunity. She wouldn't have had the opportunity because you know what? She fainted about 17 times in that movie <laughs> and somebody is. had to wake her up. So... <laughs> 
Let me, I'm not going to go into Judy because you know I will drag her. So I'm no, not. rightfully so. Her dirty, musty ass. We're not going to talk about that too. <laughs> she didn't okay, even, so you have, yeah, that's who's your pick before we go in. Ben, okay. Okay, Ben, obviously iconic pick. Good job. So I also had him. So let me bring in one of my others. Mm. I'm going to go with Kadeem Hardison as K, <gasps> Death by Temptation. You have That's, him? Yes, I got him too. <laughs> oh, God. Let me pick someone else. Hold on. No, 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 no. Go ahead. That's yours. I, I'll, I'll try to, you know what? Like, no, no. This... I have another backup. You can use him. I'm going to go with. <laughs> go ahead. I'm going to go with Samuel Jackson, Deep Blue Sea. I got him too. Are you fucking kidding I'm, me? I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm really joking. I'm messing with you. <laughs> I forgot about him, honestly. I don't remember his name, but I just felt like they were presenting him. Now, granted, it gooped me, okay? I'm sure it gooped everybody when you first saw Deep Blue Sea. He's mm-hmm. sort of presented as, like, a main character in it. And he gets his ass snatched the fuck up during a very inspirational scene about triumph and us trying to survive. And I just felt like he deserved a little more time. If y'all wanted to kill anybody, low-key... Kill the lead guy on there, or that no matter of fact, kill that scientist who who was all okay with it, the the brunette. Kill her, snatch her ass up, and let <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson survive, and let them push on through to get further into the movie. Yes, I remember um, watching that for the first time, and that shocked the hell out of me because I was not expecting that shark to jump out from the water and drag his ass in. Like that mm. shocked me. Watching it now. As an adult, it's you can tell the CGI is just a little bit where it's just it's real. It's not that good. The CGI is really not that great. But watching it um, and for the first time as a kid, I'm just like, yo, that was wild. Um, and they do present him as a you know a, a main character, so you think he's going to you know get further into the film. But no, we got LL Kuja who plays Preach Preacher. Um, and then also um, Thomas Jane, who is also a fine specimen. I'm like, I love me some Thomas Jane. Um, <laughs> I was disappointed in the show Hung, by the way, Thomas. Me too. Are are we here? Because the show's called Hung for a reason. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I wasn't getting what I thought it was going to be. No, it was not. I did not sign up for you trying to be reformed. I signed up for you being a smut. Mm-hmm. Yes. And slinging it. That's what yes. I signed up for the one I'm watching that show. Dick slinging everywhere. And I could have swore it's going to be like giving, you know, uh, real, not real sex, because obviously that's like a documentary style, but kind of like, you know, just a little bit of softcore pornness in, in it, just a mm-hmm. little bit. Mm-hmm. But I was disappointed in that. And I mean, I shouldn't have been watching it because I was young, but like, <laughs> when I got a chance to revisit as an adult, I'm just like, okay, this is kind of like boring. If it was remade today, I'm sure it would have been. You know, oh, we would see yeah. prosthetic penises everywhere. So, <laughs> but Thomas Jane is still hot. Like he's still hot. He can get it. I loved him in the mist. I loved him in this movie, uh, Deep Blue Sea. I'm actually gonna watch it again because of him. Um, but yeah, Samuel L. Jackson should have survived. I agree. Yes. And I think the looker in that is LL because I think I feel like LL has a fatty, but he don't be showing it. Right, like he wears big clothes and stuff. And LL, y'all, <clears throat> mm 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 mm. 
if you watch our uh, videos, especially in the nineties, like that doing it video, just <gasps> it's something about that video that just yes. that yes. turns me on. It's not it just to this day. To this fucking day. Like it's just something about it. Like Guys, watch the video and listen to the song. And it's not even just hum. It's like the girl on there too. It's just like, it's such a good fucking <laughs> song. And just watching hum and just like hum licking his lips. And it's like, uh-oh. You can I'm never sorry. not talk about men, child. I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, I feel you. I feel the same way. I really do. Um... I'm gonna watch, need that, to watch that that lip sync show to see if he's changed his style of dress. Probably. Um, hmm. I okay. mean, he was on one of these award shows not too long. I think it was the Grammys recently. I mean, obviously he aged, but he still looks great. Um, but yeah, it's just something about Young LL that just. Ooh, and in the house. Okay, okay, in the house. okay. Samuel Jackson. That wasn't the greatest pick, but that's what I had. Okay, your turn. Yes. Well, um, Kadeem Hart, you know, Kadeem Hardison, you mentioned it, um, who plays uh, K or Death by Temptation. Now, we both talked about Death by Temptation last year, around this time, actually, Succubacy, um, titled. <laughs> and um, we both talked about how we thought that he was like the uh, protagonist. Like, we thought he was right. the main guy he's not because when he gets got it's just like yo what the fuck like because you're following him in the sense where you think it's about him so it, it kind of gets confusing and, and he does such a great job but his death scene i will say is one of the coolest things i've seen like him being swallowed up in the tv that was like one of the yeah. like one of the best like things i've seen in a very long time um, but he should have survived because it was presented that way. He was actually, I actually prefer him over the main actual Joe? guy. Yeah. I actually prefer I mean, him. You know, yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, Joe could have been a bit stronger and that's, you know, it's fine. Uh, at the very least, I think Kay should have been Last until the like very end of the movie, at the very least, right? Because grandma showing up, I was like, "What? Yeah, okay. yeah." That was a little. <laughs> that was kind of forced. I'm just like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> like, Kay should have called grandma up and be like, "Look, not like, give me a scene where she comes because Kay called or some shit." And now, but I guess it the whole point is she feels something spiritually, and that's why she showed up to help. But yeah, Kay, it would have been more interesting if he survive instead of Joel. I think that would have been way more interesting. But and of course Kadeem's fine too. Oh yeah. And that scene where he got killed, it was his mouth like licking licking his lips in the television mm -hmm. oh, yeah. after he was eating. So, mm -hmm. you know. Dwayne. Yeah, if you if you guys haven't seen Death by Temptation, it's a underrated gem that not too many people talk about or even seen. It is on Shudder and also on 2B TV for free. Um, even though Tubi has ads, but if you know it's free, so watch it <laughs> and then come back and listen to our episode about it because it was a fun ass time. Yes, and then you will understand the meaning behind suck you bussy. Yes, I have what is this, the fourth one? I have Toy Newkirk, Sheila from Nightmare on Elm Street 4. 
Yes. With yours truly, Alice. Of course, but this isn't about Alice. So Sheila, <laughs> I wanted way more for her character. I low-key feel like she should have survived. Um, she just was quirky. She was fun. She was a cutie, even though they try to present her as not being a cutie in there. And just her death just left me wanting. Her just being strapped up in a damn school desk and kissed to death. Mm -hmm. I, I just, it wasn't worthy. I wanted to see more of her. I wanted to see her at the very least get a chase scene, something. Yeah. Her just being, like you're right, her just being stripped to that chair just wasn't, like it didn't do anything. It was just like, I would love to see her at least fight for her life just a little bit. That would have been cool. But every time you say death. no on here, you sound like her, by the way. Oh, when he like wanna suck face? No. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what you sound like when you say that. <laughs> Yo. She's the it, brain. She could have helped them is. figure she could have helped Alice and Dan figure shit out if she survived a little bit longer. Hell, kill Dan after he impregnates Alice in the end of the movie. And then just have Sheila be along for the ride. And then take her out the next movie. That's fine. It's just crazy that a lot of people on our list is like people that kind of help aid and guide and even helped the main characters survive, if you think about it. Mm -hmm. They either sacrificed themselves or um gave up a power or you know uh help everybody survive until the very end because of some stupid shit it just they made they had a huge um impact and a huge part into the main character survival and i feel like if it wasn't for any of these characters a lot of these people wouldn't have survived so <clears throat> Shout out to the people. I mean, this, this doesn't apply to Alice in this movie, but everyone else we're naming, absolutely. Bobby is correct. I mean, she helped. They need but what was the gadget that she had that was Sheila's? If it wasn't for Sheila's situation, Freddie probably would have got her the fuck out of here. Yes. Well, that thing didn't really do nothing. Now, had Sheila been alive, she could have, you know, worked out the kinks to make it a little stronger because. I mean, he's she zapped him. He literally nothing happened. He <laughs> just waved his hands, and the hole was gone. So Sheila could have, you know, done a little extra something. Something. Her brain smart. The smartness. Alice was a dumb bitch. So Sheila helped her out. Not at all. Alice is very <laughs> smart. Very smart. Why? I, this is not supposed to be about me defending Alice. I'm messing with um, you. I'm just. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Sheila. She, I just, I wanted to see more. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I think her character was fun and should have been around until the end. I mean, because that movie's they're basically killing every damn body. So they could have yeah. brought her to, on to the end. Mm. Yeah. I so agree. Alice? Never mind. I, mm. No, that would have been a gag. But I would love to see. I think her just getting a little further would have been great. You know, like, I, like if, if she would have died at the end, I would have been okay with that. But just the way that she was, being, you know, well, first of all, she had one of the most memorable deaths. I will say that. Like yes. when people think of Freddie deaths um, or when people do like a montage of Freddie deaths, she's obviously included in it because she's getting literally her whole soul and face sucked. <laughs> she's literally just skin <laughs> after freddie's she done with her and i'm like so she looked she like a, a memorable let me not say that. especially and it's like if you was in that 
situation. It's like, how can you fight that? Like you're stuck in a chair. You have no choice but to sit there and surrender. You can't move. So mm-hmm. poor shit. I mean, her dream. This also, I also blame them for having dumbass dream powers, but that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> well, girl, you being smart ain't going to do nothing with Freddy Krueger. I'm just saying. Right. But those brains, it may help some way. I mean, you have to think of um, strategy. You know, strategy. Yeah, strategy and planning. That's what they needed. Um, yeah. So, but, Sheila, shout out to you. I will say, Alice know how to keep a black friend because she had a black friend in the fifth one with um. She has name? a lot of friends, <laughs> and at least she survived in the fifth one. Uh, what's her name? Yes, Yvonne, Yvonne. Yvonne survived. Yeah, she was great. Um, but she'll we'll talk about her some other time. But no, great pick. I like Sheila a lot, and I do wish we, you know, we would have seen more of her. Um, well, this is my last pick, I believe. Uh, I have Jill Marie Jones from Girlfriends, <laughs> who plays Amanda Fisher on Ashes. I said Ashes, Ash versus Evil Dead. So I'm a huge Evil Dead fan, and I actually I'm doing a rewatch now of Ash vs. Evil Dead because um, I just want to just get myself prepped for the new movie. And also, I just love Evil Dead. And it's a fun franchise. And um, Jill Marie Jones, who plays Tony on Girlfriends, like, complete different character. But she was also, I feel like, supposed to be, like, one of the main characters surviving with Ash in this whole first season. A lot of, like... She was supposed to be with um, Pablo and um, the other girl. And they built it up to make it seem like she's going to be a part of this group, kicking the deadites ass. And then literally like two episodes before the season finale, she's dead and turned into a deadite. Now, I will say she makes one hell of a deadite. But Amanda Fisher kicked ass. Like a lot of people don't talk about her. And that's why I can't wait to do a part two on um, Kick-Ass Black Woman on my YouTube channel, and I'm going to include her in this because I know a lot of people didn't watch Ash vs. Evil Dead, but for the people that did watch it, y'all need to give um, Jill Marie Jones her props because she's coming off of a a show that mostly Black people watch. It wasn't really known to the... (laughs) My <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> um, and she plays like a bitch on that show, but she was so funny. But in this uh this show, Ash versus Evil Dead, she did such a great job and she kicked ass and to see her go out that way broke my heart when I first watched it. And I was so pissed and so annoyed and I was ready to turn it off because I was just so happy to see Tony like in a horror, like in a horror world, you know what I mean? And I'm like, I would never imagine to see Joe Marie Jones in a a, a, movie, a horror movie or a TV show. And she did her damn thing. And you can play as her on the video game as well. So, um, mm. yes, Jill Marie Jones is my last pick. Um, only because it was a fresh watch. I love her. She did the damn thing in Ash vs. Evil Dead. And I would love to see her in more horror. And she should have survived because she, again, she did more work than the other chick. I see. For my All right. All right, Jill. Okay. So I'm just going to give two honorable mentions real quick, and then I'm going to give you my last. So I have Simbi Kalias as Nikki from Vampire in Brooklyn. And hear me out. Mm-mm. I know Mm-mm. that she's trying to steal people's man and crushes and stuff. 
She's, she's a Jezebel. Okay. She deserved what she, she got. She's a slut. She needs, no. she, needs to, she needs to go. Her having a hungry vagina is not her fault. And, and she's second. but she's an adult and she could contain it. She have willpower. As an I adult, mean, she didn't self control. She didn't sleep with Justice. She did not sleep with. She did not sleep with him. She slept with Eddie Murphy. So he's all fair game. <sighs> but she wanted to sleep with him, and she would, listen. Yeah, listen. I'm not condoning it, but do you see Justice? Do all right, you but you know, oh. all right, but was was that supposed to be her sister or like who was she supposed to be? Taking? I think um, roommate, because um, Angela Bassett did thing. She introduced. No, her. it's not Angela Bassett. It's Angela Bassett. <laughs> <laughs> Angela Bassett did the thing. <laughs> uh, the fact that she embraces that and did that when she won that award cracks me up. You gotta do the shimmy when you do it. So, oh my god, <laughs> and the fact she practiced it that way—that's what makes it funnier. I know. I I live, but no. Let's hear you all about Nikki the whore. She um, introduced Nikki as the roommate to Justice, so I'm assuming she's a newish roommate because Justice doesn't know her. Uh, and she apparently she ran her ass all the way downstairs to try to get justice out on the street corner, um, <laughs> even after he tried to leave. I mean, I just you know, that's why she's an honorable mention. Okay, I, I guess her death was needed to further along the story, but still, I thought I'd add her in as an honorable mention. I also have Dion Richmond as Tyson Fox from Scream Three. The other yes. Randy, and yes. I felt like that Randy should have survived in Scream 3. There was no reason to kill him. Fuck a Mark. We don't need a Mark uh, fake-ass husband for Sydney in no damn movie. So Tyson could have survived. Now, <clears throat> for my last pick, I'm going with my boy. Vincent Craig Dupree as Julius from Jason Takes Manhattan. <laughs> this yes, yes. hit me almost yes. the same way with Ricky and Boys in the Hood. I just felt like he was fighting so hard to try to survive that fucking night. And for him to go hand to hand with Jason Voorhees, I I respect him so much. Now he got his head knocked the fuck off. But <laughs> The fact that he went, I didn't want him to go out like that. I felt like he should have at least survived the night. For him to be throwing hands with Jason says a lot, okay? Because most people ain't doing that. Most people are not doing that. Oh, Julius. Julius, Julius. I like Julius a lot. Um, (laughs) But I will say another iconic death. Um, a lot of people, when you think of Jason Takes Manhattan, you think of that particular scene, uh, because it's just, it's, it's camp, it's out of pocket. You, you didn't expect that. You just see him, you know, Jason's eating up all his punches, you know, he's tiring himself out. Jason knows exactly what he's doing. And he's just like, you know what? Just take your best shot. And Jason was like, okay. And then just whop knock the head off, clean off his shoulders. And um yeah. And you're right, like him surviving that whole night on that damn boat just for this to happen. 
it's kind of like, damn, man. Like, seriously? Iconic death, but at the same time, it's like, come on. He still should have survived. Yeah. I wanted him to survive. At the very least, pop Jason so he falls off the building. Um, also, there's a lot of weird shit going on in this movie with visions, and I, I just, I don't get it, but okay. Yeah, that, um, yeah, Jason takes Manhattan is, um, <laughs> it's a, um, interesting one because it goes back and forth with, like you said, the visions, like the girl having nightmares about him, and then all of a sudden, like, you, she starts seeing him as a little kid, like, deformed. And it's just like, well, how? Like, what? And then at the very end of that movie, when they're in a sewer and it's, like, the whole toxic waste situation. Mm-hmm. And when it when it kind of, like, swallows Jason and when it washes away, he's, like, back into a little kid again. I'm like, wait, what? What? Now, that part, I'm just like, that's strange. I mean, obviously, it's Jason's supernatural, but, like, are y'all going to explain why he reverted back into a child was this supposed to be like a metaphor like what like i need explanation i never understood that i told y'all jason is confusing as fuck y'all do not want to believe me i and speaking of friday okay i'm done talking about julius i wanted you to live <laughs> i got you but i'm rewatching friday the 13th to try to gain some appreciation because you know some of y'all go hard for this movie with this because, franchise because mike you have i got to, think- to part three okay because I think you're thinking too hard into it. Because too I, hard. I just, because you have to look at Jason as we all know. A lot of these movies don't make sense. A lot of them are so fucking stupid. But we we purely watch them for the campiness of it. We purely watch it just so he can kick people's ass. Because at this point, the plot done took it into a whole nother. Like once he went to like a uh, space, that's when I was like, okay, like why. It just doesn't make any sense. But you purely just have to watch it. You have to suspend your disbelief with these movies because it doesn't make any fucking sense. You know what I mean? Like, Well, I'm talking about the earlier ones. I'm not even talking about the later ones. So, like, but, after I get, like, I think part three should have just been the end of it. Just did you watch part four? I did not rewatch part four yet. Watch. I started it, but I did not rewatch. I know that's the one with um one of them little pain boys or whatever the hell. It means you have to watch part four because that one was supposed. And I told you this before. I think that one should have been a true the true ending because you'll get what I'm saying. I'll explain it to you through text. But when you watch it, you'll okay. see like why it should have been the end. So we break it down. So it's Pam Voorhees, the first killer. Yes. Jason as an adult, apparently. And the second one. The second one. Where he finds Alice, where she lives outside of Kent Crystal Lake. He yes. somehow gets her mom his mom head inside her refrigerator. Again, it doesn't make sense because they did, they didn't know what they wanted to do with this franchise, but it made money. And he uses a telephone and calls her and doesn't say anything. <laughs> I guess to make sure she's home. He already broke in and put her damn head in the fridge to begin with. Mm-hmm. And I'm just I don't buy it, but I'm like okay, cool. I'll go along with it because at that point you're watching it, you're not knowing what Jason is. You're just knowing he's trying to get revenge, allegedly, right? Not allegedly. But then the third one, I'm like okay, I don't. I'm not really feeling the girl in the third one, by the way. But why? Like third... I like I like. First of all, she gave dramatics. I liked her better than um, oh. what's her name. Than... I was sitting by the tree. I ran away from my parents, and I went to sleep. And I heard some crackling of branches <laughs> behind me. And Chris. there was a horribly disfigured man chasing me. And I ran. I read, girl. 
what the fuck but, is, why but, are you here but you're doing that <laughs> but you're not talking about how she was whooping his ass on that that that, that last act she was a, a first of all she's a great final girl because she came up she ran from him she was hitting him she was fighting back with the machete she took the rope she tried to hang him like she did a lot to survive that night compared to a lot of people like um what's her name from the second one what's her name don't don't bring jenny into this don't you we like jenny but why do we like Jenny that much? Why? Because she did just as much as Chris. I just did like in the her personality one. more. Oh, That's child. <laughs> I do. She's sitting here at the bar. So right, like that poor kid. Like he, his mother, just like, oh my god. Like she just Jenny. seems like my type of chick I'd hang out with. Jenny. That's all. The other. Oh, one, um, no. I, I mean, want to hear you whining about this shit. She was telling how, I mean, that's how she felt. And if she was having those dreams. Then why the hell not? She can't express We're herself. here to have a good time. Anyway, I like Keep that her. to yourself. I like her okay, because okay. she was kicking Jason's ass. Um, but we get better, um, I guess, final girls as we keep going, in my opinion. But I do like Chris a lot. And I like Jenny. Don't get me wrong. Um, but the fourth one, yes, I feel like once you watch that one, uh, Michael, because th- it is called the final chapter. It's called the final chapter right. for a reason. That one was supposed to be the end, and I get it. And then when you get to the fifth one, that's when they got the, the, the imposter killer. Yeah, mm. and then the sixth one's with zombie Jason. So, um, which I think they should have. Like we, we were texting, I think Pam should have been the killer in the first one, then regular Jason in the second one. Third one, he's back. He's not completely dead. They kill him in the third one. And then Zombie Jason comes in the fourth movie, the final one. And then you have Tommy Jarvis taking over as the next kind of Jason Voorhees because he's going fucking crazy. I think that should have just been an end of it. I think that was the Um, plan, actually. I well, think that I'm a genius. I think that was the plan. I'm not sure. I have to double check, but <laughs> oh. but the third one was iconic to me. Um, that one I love. That's one of my favorite Friday Thirteenth. Not only because it was supposed to be three D, but the music in that one slaps. First of all, like the disco music. That's when Jason first get his mask, and that's when we were kind of introduced to more of the characters. That's more um eccentric. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So you have characters like Fox with the biker gang, you know, when they're in there, you know, they're inside the, 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 the store, like you have those characters and you have Shelly and then you have the two stoners and her child, her acting. Is anybody Shelly? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And then she going down the steps and See? then girl, Personality. her acting, it was bad. She should have been the final girl. No. Why? It was bad. It was horrible. And... Her acting was, her acting was trash and uh, somebody in our i don't know if y'all listen to this but somebody on our twitter responded so oh well she was pregnant and stuff like that i would react that way too child oh yeah they said she was pregnant and high well first of all why are you smoking why are you um pregnant and it was second, the 80s and then second like um you probably should act a little bit more scared than that if you're finding out your friends are dead and stuff but sure it was just the acting for me i believed it oh my god my- oh my god <laughs> No, you know how somebody's like faking sex. That's what it is. Like faking a climax. That's she was faking being scared. That's what it. That's what I got from it. The only thing that pissed so me obvious. off is when she went towards the door, and then because it swung open and there was wind, she stopped yeah. and turned around. That was the only problem I had with her. Also, I believed her. Okay, Mike. Oh, one of my favorite kills of those when that girl got the harpoon. Uh, 
shot through the eye. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a good mm. one. But yeah, I can't wait to you to um on this journey. I can't wait for you to watch the others. Let me know when you watch part four. Um, I might watch with you. I didn't get you to watch the third okay. one because life. But well, I'm looking forward to the remake um, that they're doing with Jerome Voorhees, and <laughs> I, um, yeah. And you're yeah, gonna have Vivica Fox's Pamela Voorhees. All right, no, this is going straight to BT Plus. <laughs> <laughs> right up there with their reading. <laughs> but I, if I'm being honest, we've been talking about this way too long. Okay, if I'm being honest, I prefer Pamela Voorhees as the killer in that franchise over Jason. Okay. If I'm just going by performance, per, like char- iconic character wise, I prefer Pamela Voorhees. I found her to be funny. Yeah. Especially her little monologues at the end that shit having me Oh yeah, up. she's great. Jason is just a a silent killer. But but he he's is. not Michael. That's the thing. Michael's silent, but Michael has like some pizzazz, some personality. So Jason what is it? Is so just... let's do this comparison real quick. So we both have Jason and Mike. You can obviously cut this out if you want. Um we have Jason and we have Michael, both silent killers. Mm-hmm. Neither one of them talk. Right. Both of them have crazy kills but jason as far as kills has a pretty much a he's better than michael as far as kills he has more creative kills more entertaining kills than michael but why do we like michael so much more but why do you like creepier okay i find him to be way creepier than jason and i do think he has personality i think with michael it's explained that there's some sort of evil inside him where jason is not really explained what the fuck is going on he's just running around but i thought for you as long as you entertain you don't really care what the fuck is going on i'll watch the movie because i'm entertained (laughs) but i don't like jason like that okay it's crazy because i would think that you would be a jason guy like when i first met you i thought you would like like really like jason no not really i mean i grew up watching him but it's not i don't know i don't know what it is he's one of my faves i mean don't get me wrong like when i was little it was it went from freddie michael jason no, it was Freddie, Jason, and Michael, and then it went from Michael, Freddie, uh, Jason. I always loved Jason though because, um, like I grew up on them. Those were the movies I watched when I had sleepovers or I'm hanging with cousins and friends and stuff. Um, and I had more fun watching them because they were more fast paced. Mm, you put on the yes. Halloween movie, it is like a plot. There is like you know whatever. With Friday Thirteenth. Kids can't crystal lake. Jason's going through the woods. People's getting chopped the fuck up. And it goes straight to the point. Bam, 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 bam. So as far True. as entertainment value, like I think that's why we're all so drawn to it. Um, because it's camp, it's trash, it's fun, it's exciting, and it's different. But um, as far as like making sense, yeah. Don't make sense at fucking all. <laughs> and a lot of it is just pure nostalgic too. A lot of us grew up watching it, so it's kind of just like, mm. but out of all the three, yeah, like he is like my least favorite. But as far as rewatchability, I will watch him first. A Nightmare on Elm Street. And even though I love Halloween, you know, I'm the Halloween dude, that would be last as far as entertainment. Because again, those other two, they get straight to the point where Halloween is just like they're trying to make sense why he's evil. And then you got all of this stuff. It's just like, girl, like, I just, I'm here to see Michael fuck people up. Like, so mm. okay but um have fun trying to figure jason out because <laughs> none of us could <sighs> but 
but Pamela Voorhees, I will say, is queen. She is, she cracks me up to this day. Like when I literally sometimes just watch that. I don't even watch the whole movie. I literally like fast forward to like her part when she comes out her car and she's like trying to be friend Alice in a sense. And all of a sudden she just changed and start whooping her ass. It's just so good. It's the drama. I like the drama of it all. I think that's what it is. And Jason Mm -hmm. doesn't give me drama. He gives us drama in a sense. He gives us drama when we get to um, (laughs) part six. No, you know what? He gives us drama in his kills. He shows his frustration that way. <laughs> but I can't wait for you to get on this journey. I really want to watch this with you because a lot of these characters, and especially as the movies go, like they keep going, they just become more hilarious and just so out of pocket and just so ridiculous. It's just, I want to see you experience those. Even though you've seen these before, but it was just, I still mm. want to see you experience them. So. Mm. Alright, so I'll let you know when I'm about to watch part four. Okay. And can I do um, an honorable mention? I'm not yes. too sure. And you could take us out too, because I'm tired. Okay. <laughs> I got you. So, um, and you, obviously you can cut out all this Jason shit if you need to. So, Michael J. Pagan, he was Ooh. on See No Evil. The black kid on See No Evil. Oh. He was also on one of my he, he was also on one of my favorite Disney um, original well it wasn't a Disney original movie, but it was a Disney film, I believe, called Up Up and Away. It was like um Robert Townsend plays his Robert dad Townsend. and they, Yeah, and they mm-hmm. played like superheroes and stuff. He was in that. And he was wasn't one, he in Waiting to Exhale. And how Stella got her groove back. He played uh Hangela Bassett's son. <laughs> 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 But um, he's another. A lot of people don't talk about him or whatever. But he was in Cino Evil with Tyena. Tyena. Um. So yeah, I don't remember. Did he die? I put him as honorable mention, but I don't know if he died. He did. I think it was only the white girl um, Tyena. Tyena and the guy that was oh the guy getting into it with the lead character. So that. Was our shoulda, coulda, wouldas of black horror characters? There's obviously plenty more because um, when I was looking into it, I was like, you know what? We don't always die first, but we definitely usually die in the horror movies. It's not that we die first. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. Like, I don't know where the whole we always die first in horror movies exactly came from because that's not completely true. Yes, we die in horror films, but we don't always be the first one to die. Yeah, we might sacrifice ourselves for the white character or we might just die period but like um yeah we don't always die first so yeah i was gonna put alfred woodard on here but i was like girl no you did the most yeah the most jumped out of a window with this doll to save this movie yeah i'm a, I'm a bit mad at her i was I me mean, you are here mike because i was gonna do the same thing i was gonna pair on this list but i see you know what this is kind of her fucking fault like i you didn't have to do that <laughs> i think you mean and alfie water like i know like you're iconic and you're queen but you should have like went against that on a script like i wouldn't I wouldn't have went along with it. Now, you, she probably didn't want to be known as like a problematic actress or something like that. But I would try to like be like, hey, can we just like, if I have to die, can we die in a different way? 
I don't want to have to like yes. sacrifice myself for these people for no reason. Like make it make sense, you know. So I I, I, I kind of blame her. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Uh, let the people know uh, where they can find us and all that. Yes, because Michael's dying. <laughs> He's over here. Just, My back like, is killing. He's over here, just like child. Get me out of here. Um, yes, guys. Thank you again for listening to our episode here on care black characters that should have survived in horror. Um, you can find us on People Under the Scares here, obviously on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, give us, a, give us five stars. Um, people underscore scares on Twitter and Instagram, ThackerayBanks86. You can find Michael, Bobby Torres. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as well. Um, and Screen Kings. <laughs> Screen Kings, 8 p.m. on Wednesdays. Uh, we'll be back on near with a Scream episode, so that should be exciting. And yeah, guys, um, show us some love. And also check us out this Friday for our um, new episodes we will be doing. We are actually going to be doing Buffy watch-alongs. Surprise! (laughs) Yes, surprise! (laughs) So this is a watch-along podcast. So we are, because you know, I've seen Buffy the show, but I've not seen it since I was a kid, like all the way through. And Bobby is experiencing the show all the way through now. So we are both watching it and reacting to the show live. So this is a watch along. It is on Hulu. So you can watch along with us uh, with the show and get our thoughts after the episode. And we will be calling it Fuck My Hellmouth Fridays. Um, Yes, we came to a decision with that one. It was a a long conversation (laughs) on um, what we should name. (laughs) And Mike fabulous brain uh came up with uh fuck my hell mouth so that's what we're going with and you know what i can't wait i've been trying to keep this um secret even though it's not really a secret though because if people paid attention like we did mention this before like we did mention Mm -hmm. like oh we're gonna but not everybody's obviously paying attention so um yes a lot of people is like i'm starting buffy bobby you need to start watching buffy i'm just like "Mm mm-hmm sure And I'm texting Mike like so, um, mm. <laughs> but yeah, we're uh, we're doing this. I'm excited. Um, we already recorded our first one, and we're going to keep it going. And I'm excited to go on this journey because yes, I've seen bits and pieces of Buffy the Vampire Slayer show before. Um, I've seen clips. I might probably seen even full episodes like back like back in the day, but not, I never really understood what was going on because all my friends was watching it, and I just watched it just because they were watching it. So this will be my first time watching this show from beginning to end and full, fully understanding what is going on, the characters, um, just everything. So I'm happy to be doing this with you, Mike. So this is going to be fun. Yes, it's going to be fun. I'm glad you're excited. I am excited to do this with you as well. Um, I <laughs> So the first episode we recorded, you know, it's the pilot. Where I'm thinking about all the storylines we're going to hear, and I'm just thinking or anticipating your reactions as certain things start to happen, and I cannot wait for that to start. <laughs> Listen, these reactions already were starting with the first episode, so I can't imagine what the fuck is coming next. So... <laughs> But I'm ready. But yes, check out um, Fuck My Hell Mouth. Uh, what is it? Thursdays? Fridays? 
Fridays. Fuck my hell mouth Fridays. I cannot say that with a straight <laughs> face. Um, and we will be covering Buffy, a watch along. So be there, guys, be there. It's gonna be exciting, it's gonna be fun. And that's yes. it. That is all. <laughs> that is Thank it. you for joining us again, or for the first time, and please come back. We have loyal listeners, they always come back. But uh, thanks again, y'all. And don't forget to rate us five stars and review us. Thanks again. Peace out. Good day.